Good evening to all our listeners and very excited to bring a brand new episode today of Cheetah and Booty Show. So Cheetah, would you like to introduce our brand new guest today? Yeah, good evening listeners. Uh, 10th of December. Uh, okay, so we have a very young and talented uh, guest today with us, uh, Shreya Mehra. She is the founder of Arb Label uh, and MSc Strategic Communication from London School of Economics and Political Science. So she's she's the youngest entrepreneur we have we both have come across. Yeah. Uh, and it's a pleasure to have her here. Yeah. And she's running her own business uh, where she's selling designer clothing uh, on her own website, which is called www.aadarb-label.com. So you can find out more about her work there. So as Vimal said. Uh, we, she's the youngest entrepreneur that we have come across in our uh, journey Jimmy so far, and uh, that's what. And we are curious to know, uh, despite uh, doing formal studies uh, or from or getting a higher education from a very reputed college, from a very reputed college, she chose to ignore a cushy job at a corporate office in an advertising agency and chose to pursue her passion. So on to you Shreya. Well thank you for the introduction. So starting with like why I decided to ignore like a very straight career path. So I did try it out. It's not that I didn't try it out. But from the very first day one thing that I knew was I was a very creative person. And I always wanted a vent for my creativity. So once I was in the corporate environment what I realized was that it, it wasn't as free for me to express myself as I could have when I had started something of my own. Mm-hmm. So after having explored the corporate option is when I decided to start something of my own. And that dominantly came from a lot of self-awareness and understanding that what I wanted and where my satisfaction was. Okay, that's great. It's that's good great. to hear like you had a clear vision from the start itself. Yeah, because a lot of uh, 20-year-olds, you ask them and they're still yeah. confused. They're all over the know. place, really. At, at least we were, I guess. Right. When, right. when we were your age. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, in your business, you started it from a very scratch, right? Your your brand and your whole concept. Uh, there's no help from anybody who, who could have mentored you through the process. I mean, uh, not exactly men- mentored, but uh, there was nobody in your family who's doing this kind of business of ready-made garments or fashion. You, you created a whole brand out of thin air on your own uh, despite and I, I, I mean because we both are entrepreneurs so we can understand the challenge that is there in creating a brand new uh, business, a brand, uh, a, a whole concept. So despite all those challenges you're still following your passion. So we would like to ask you more about what were the challenges and why are you still continuing with those despite those challenges. Okay. So to start with, challenges were quite a lot, but why I continued with it was that as I mentioned earlier that I'd explored the corporate field already and what I'd realized was that even in corporate or if I'm doing something of my own, it's never a straight path. We might expect that it's going to be a straight path, Mm -hmm. but it never is. So that is one thing that I'd learned and I'd lived in so many different environments that I knew that like, you know, it's always not what we think mm-hmm. or like it mm-hmm. doesn't happen the way we expect it to. <laughs> so like, you know, if I would have stuck to the how of it, it wouldn't have happened. 
so that was a very early realization that i had that despite the challenges i knew i i have to keep going okay so and uh, what are the challenges that you faced in your journey so as you said it's a designer brand which is trying to revive handcrafted fulkari so i think the first challenge was to find the right artisans which is the basic foundation <laughs> of my brand yeah. so it took me good 6 7 months to find the artisans and then gradually to get the garments made so i mean challenges were quite a lot at every step there yeah, has been a yeah. new challenge but like as i kept on passing one step and kept on climbing up the ladder i kept on realizing that a challenge will come but it's it will also mm-hmm. find its resolution if it's coming so so that's how i kept going so uh, i'm really curious to know that when you were creating your brand from the scratch i mean you you've taken your formal education in that sector so how did you go about creating awareness for your brand how were what was your vision or what uh, what were you writing behind it what what's the copyright on the website what what, what is your label says or what, what do you want to create from this brand what is the issue that you think that is not present in the market right now and what gap are you trying to cover with this uh, venture of yours okay so i think the gap that i'm trying to cover is the idea that fulkari in its traditional sense like the antique fulkari mm-hmm. was a very beautifully and a very design rich and a, and a very aesthetically good craft yeah but like with with the partition of india when the artisans split mm-hmm. that's where like you know and the economic crisis hit the country that's where like you know the craft Got lost its yeah. design and aesthetic sensibilities mm-hmm. so whenever we go around the market what we find is like just three or four designs okay. being replicated everywhere but if you look at antique pieces those are very beautiful so okay. because i'd seen those and i had an eye for it i i could realize that like you know it is something that could be revived so that's where the idea came so that's the gap mm-hmm. that gap that we are trying to bridge because i always thought it's only those three or four patterns in fulkari no that's not because uh, we've always seen those particular three or four designs which are very popular right yeah. I, i i thought there's nothing more to it beyond no, that no there is there there is a lot more to fulkari because it was never a commercial craft and what we see in the market is a very commercial piece of fulkari okay, okay. it was something that was done by the grandmothers or like you know the mm-hmm. women in the house mm-hmm. for a new kid that was born okay so mm-hmm. it had a lot of uh, lot of design innovation which was all geometry lot of colors and lot of organic forms dominantly inspired by the village life mm-hmm. so that is what we lost in the partition because the concerns of the society and the culture changed so now that we are out of it is when we can again start talking about it mm, and that's I, where the idea came I, i did some homework before coming in for the interview so i saw her website she has come up with very beautiful design yeah, the way yeah. she is representing it it's very modern yeah. the amount of work that has gone into creating yeah. the website and the other thing i'm very curious about is like without any formal education in uh, designing designing yeah. and garment yeah. technology you how have you been managed able to manage this beautiful website with all these designs and everything i think that's one point where i've been really lucky because i had that close circle where people were in the fashion industry okay. so i could bug them constantly to help <laughs> me with designs so while i was a communications person and i could plan my branding i did have people that i could like you know bug ki please do this for me please tell me how to do it so i could bother people yeah. who, who who guided me so just for our old listeners so this is where we can point towards the benefit of networking mm-hmm. yes that's yeah. right yeah. yeah 
so what was your plan behind your brand what was your plan behind communicating your brand how 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 you started and what are you doing right now okay so the original plan i think the plan and the vision was always very clear the problem was execution mm-hmm. so right. as i started doing it it was along the way that i learned how to execute it right so that that vision could actually come out mm-hmm. so the plan was always to like you know present fulkari in a modern form mm-hmm. and to create that awareness that like you know it is not just those two or three patterns there's a lot more to it mm-hmm. and because i was living away from home for such a long time i was often asked to like you know get something that belonged to where i came from and right. every time i would go in the bazaars of amritsar i could not find that one piece that i could <laughs> proudly say comes from where i come from okay. so that's also where like you know that vision came that i have to do it in a way mm-hmm. that i can gift it to someone got it got it so i wanted to create something that i could like you know that's very interesting that, i think that's where i could niche. take and show people yeah. that this is where i come from and this is what so like honest. my culture yeah. is about yeah, yeah. so uh, my question is uh, how are you communicate i can understand you've got certain group of people who you who you know are interested in this product but how are you getting your getting the word out to the common people to to the masses to to a lot of people are you are you using social media or are you using word of are you relying on word of mouth or how are you spreading the word about your brand okay so what the work you doing i'm i'm still very new to say exactly what i'm doing mm-hmm. but the idea is to i've been gifting a lot and i've been giving it out a lot to my friends and family mm-hmm. and beyond that we've been of course doing the social media marketing which is the mm-hmm. trend right yeah. now mm-hmm. so that's the way to go social media social and media. physical gifts physical gifts yeah. yeah so people can promote yeah, so the product they can yeah. touch the product yeah. they can understand what it what it's all about yes okay that's yeah, interesting that's that, that's a good example so how do you think the um, formal education has fit into all this okay so i think like when we go for formal education the most common expectation is that like you know what we study is what the benefit will be but yeah. that's mm-hmm. not always the case okay. because what we actually study the theory of the formal education mm-hmm. is only 10% of what we gain out of it okay. it's dominantly the environment the network mm-hmm. the place and like you know what you are trying to gain out of it that benefits you so while my formal education is media and communications right. which is of course i've been able to use it in better ways than i'd ever expected because i had to build that brand <laughs> i had to get that communication Very out so because i had that formal education i could plan those things out and even if i have to seek someone else's help in the field it gives me that edge that i have an understanding of how media marketing advertising and branding mm. works because i come from that background and apart from that i think it's the overall learning that happens in formal education that gives you the push got it like you know the idea that you're living away from home so like you know you're not in your native environment so you are surrounded by all sorts of people that's where on ground learning happens and the on ground learning is where like you know you learn to overcome challenges and that's what you what keeps you going because it's not the first time that you face a challenge mm, so right. that's that's where it helps yeah because i i asked this question in particular because there's a lot of narrative going on these days that formal education is not it's not useful you should ignore it just go do your thing no but i think it still holds its place somewhere uh, if you if you're very clear about what you're doing 
and you take a focused approach i think it helps you out somewhere like you said uh, you had an edge over understanding how the marketing thing is going on and how to approach it at least you had some amount of idea which is, which is better than somebody who's a complete noob uh, so yeah uh, yeah that's right you mm-hmm. always gain something out of it even if it's not like you know the way you expected that you would use it mm-hmm. so if i would have wanted to <laughs> use my formal education the way i liked it i would have been stuck in some corporate role yeah. and then it would have been restricted to what the company wanted of me yeah. because that freedom of using the education the way i i would have liked would have come after like you know a certain level of seniority would have been gained not yeah. like in the early years like i can use it now because right now very i'm true. doing it the way i feel it's right and that's a very important point yeah, that's very interesting perspective yeah. as well yeah. because uh, that's very true you, you you are you are the master right now so you take your own decisions yeah. which which direction you want to take yeah. your understanding uh, and expand your own horizons like that yeah definitely that's that's good in fact uh, till now the best thing what is here come up is she had, she had a very clear vision at the start yeah so that that was one of the most drive uh, the biggest driving force she had mm-hmm. and her self confidence mm-hmm. that she can make it and in fact uh, like all all the listeners you know like if anybody wants to make up a, a startup first you have to have a very clear vision of where you want to go and what you want to do do with that Uh, with the time you have yeah, i mean when i asked her about uh, what gap are you trying to fulfill she immediately knew yeah. uh, what gap she is trying to cover you know like it, because a lot of people are there okay i'm going to do a startup make lot of lots of money out of it and but yeah. truth is it doesn't work like that and i think she knew that somewhere yes so and it's not always about making money yeah, making money is important but it's not always about making money outright it's more about addressing the issue with your product what what are you trying to solve with your product and uh, it can be anything it can be art i think something that's close to her heart and that's what she's trying to do it can be a genuine problem um, i don't know so medical issue or whatever uh, so yeah that that vision is important and she has it and uh, we would recommend to any new player yes to have that very clear vision to understand the market before taking on a journey of an entrepreneur i, I think you, you with that clear vision you, you need to prepare a blueprint about the steps you want to take the milestones you want to uh, want to pass mm-hmm. as uh, as you're going ahead and it's it's really good yeah i think that vision comes from a very strong observation if you don't have the right. observation you wouldn't have the vision and you wouldn't identify the gap mm. so like you know before you hold that vision <laughs> before you identify the gap you need to be very observant about what is happening yeah, yeah that's so, true so only yeah. if you have that observation is where you can you know build a vision that this is missing and this is what is required and yeah. this is yeah. then the how shows up like how it can be done mm. yeah, i think that that's uh, that's a separate journey for everyone the how yeah. part Th- that is not so important people give too much importance to that but once you know where you're going what's your end result is I, you, everyone will take their own path yeah that's right um, yeah but you need to know where it's you want very, to go yes i so agree so the path is not important because that will just come up on its own that's true that's very true yeah. yeah so you got plans to take your brand offline to the stores i think that's in a few <laughs> months or years once i've seen like i've fully 
measured my online response okay it's barely been what like six months to the launch okay that, that's oh, okay. so it's in a few more months <laughs> when i have a more concrete analysis of my reach is when i can decide whether it has to go offline or not but of course i would love to take it offline and, that would be great and yeah. i think i think with this journey you you can start mentoring uh, new entrepreneurs in the future as well yes. you can give them guidance about uh, what all the challenges what you have faced and how to uh, like solve the problems on that yeah that she can definitely do yeah. that because oh, yes, uh, people will have lot to learn from her yes so i would highly recommend our listeners to visit her website which yeah. is www.rab-label.com and you can get in touch with her there because all the contact info will be there we will put the link uh, yeah, in the description you, well. you can just visit the website and have a uh, look and feel of the store that she's created the brand that she's created highly recommended uh, i think everyone should do that yes I go over, have a visit, look at the beautiful products uh, which are on sale. Yeah. Yeah. And on this note, we take your yeah. leave. Yeah. Thank you so have much. Have a great yeah. week ahead to all of yeah. our listeners and to you as well, Shreya. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye bye. Hey, lovely listeners. This is Cheeta. This is Booty. And we would love to hear your feedback, your suggestions, uh, what you want us to. Talk about talk and about. how can we improve ourselves? Yeah, you can get in touch with us on Twitter, and our Twitter handle is C H E T A H B U T I. That is C H E T A H B U T I. So please do give us your lovely feedback. Yeah, we look forward to hear from you. Okay, have Thank a great you. week. Bye bye. Have a great week. Bye.